Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, episode 31. Today's podcast is sponsored by rubyplus.com. rubyplus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at rubyplus.com. HTTP2 Server by Mateusz Pipernik. Serve your website using HTTP2 and a secure TLS connection with a simple, lightweight web server, Caddy on Ubuntu 16.04. Rails Panel, a Chrome extension for Rails development by Dejan. Rails Panel is a Chrome extension for Rails development that will end your tailing of development.log. Have all your information about your Rails app requests in the browser, in the Development Tools panel. Provides insight to DB, rendering, total times, parameter list, rendered views, and more. It now supports Rails 5. Background Jobs and Deploys by Kier Shatrov. Don't write non-indempotent jobs that are unsafe to interrupt. Keep an eye on long-running jobs and rewrite those that are taking too long. Always prefer many smaller jobs to one large job. There's no overhead of NQing a new job. What about warm-up by Noah Gibbs? When benchmarking your application, warm-up iterations are a really good idea. Specifically, if you're running something a lot of times to figure out how fast it goes, start by running a bunch of throwaway iterations first. This article looks at Rails Ruby Bench and sees how warm-up iterations change MRI's benchmark performance. Deploying a Rails application to Elastic Beanstalk by Chris Greening. This article shows how to configure VPC. It walks you through setup of public and private subnets in the availability zones, create internet and NAT gateways, along with the necessary routing tables. It also shows you how to create a set of security groups for controlling access to the instances we can deploy to VPC. Faster Rails. Is your database properly indexed? By Igor Sarsevic. While using indexes for important fields can immensely improve the performance of your application, sometimes the effect can be negligible, or it can even make your application slower. For example, tables that have elements that are frequently deleted can negatively impact the performance of your database. Huge tables with many millions of records also require more storage for your indexes. Always be conscious about the changes you introduce in your database. And if in doubt, be sure to base your decisions on real-world data and measurements. A Starter Guide to Ruby Backend Performance by Richard Schneeman. Richard discusses where to start and what tools to use to find performance bottlenecks in your Rails app. He talks about H12 request timeout errors, Scout, N plus one query problems, and Rack Mini Profiler. Polyfill. Use newer Ruby features on older versions by Aaron Lassang. Polyfill implements newer Ruby features into older versions. Not everything from 2.2 through 2.4 is implemented yet, but there's a helpful table of what is and you're encouraged to contribute more. Don't use objects as hash keys in Ruby by Daniel P. Clark. Hashes have been optimized for symbols and strings in Ruby, which technically are objects, but this article is for revealing how much of a difference this makes when using other objects as hash keys. There are some cases where this makes a big difference, but many times you won't notice much of a difference. The hidden cost of the invisible queries in Rails by Alex Castano. Ruby on Rails is awesome. It allows us to create web applications without knowing every involved technology. 
After all, Rails is optimized for programmers' happiness, and it does a terrific job. One of those technologies where Rails is really helpful is SQL. It removes the complexity of creating manual SQL queries using Active Record. However, it is not only for our own good. This article looks at some of the drawbacks and how they affect the Rails application development. Cuckoo Filter by Pawan Dube. Pure Ruby implementation of the Cuckoo Filter, a probabilistic data structure which is objectively better than Bloom filters for set membership queries. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.